August 3rd, 2017, and I'm actually kind of glad Bulldog didn't make it. I'm Colin Detmar. Ooh, and I'm Nick Cease, and this is Bottle Crow. Welcome to the international cast. One of two? I th- probably two. Yeah. Well, we'll have two, two during, I think, yes. and then we'll probably have one wrap-up, and we, I don't know, who knows, something crazy may happen. Maybe they'll announce a new hero and also show all their moves. Maybe Ice Fraud we'll will reveal that. the new hero on our podcast. Who's to say? Maybe, maybe. It's the magic of um, TI, the TI season. So we'll, we'll talk a lot about current TI events. We're recording this, as we said, August 3rd. This is late night on Thursday, um, and Day we'll talk about stages. Yeah, we'll talk about what's going on in the tournament in a minute. We got to get some through some news, but we have not forgotten the tournament. And also, I want to real quick, we should make we should make our first topic, the bulldog thing, because I want to be clear. I don't have a problem with Admiral Bulldog. I'm not trying to throw shade here. You got no beef for the bulldog? No, I don't. So Admiral Bulldog was set to be a analyst and commentator, or whatever you know, whatever the combination they decided for him uh, for TI7, and he had some visa issues that made him unable to make it. He has been substituted, he has been replaced by Blitz. And I just love Blitz a lot, oh, and I'm really glad to it, see him. It's so great. Like, I, I cannot imagine him not being here now. And he's just been, he's been on the panel for some of the group stage stuff, and he's done a bit of casting. He did some casting with Shiver, too, because, hey, Shiver's here, right, remember? Yeah. Shiver's doing some casting. It, it's so great. Blitz is just Blitz is the best person on the panel so far. I mean, they're not bringing out the big guns yet, right? We don't have Weatherman yet. We don't have Day 9 and stuff. But Blitz is just the best. And pardon me if this I take this in a slightly weird direction for a moment. But okay. also, like, it seems like the time off has been good for him. He looks fantastic. Yeah. He looks really, like, looks really healthy, looks really cheerful. He just looks really good, and it's great to see. Yeah. Yeah. I know, like, you know, bouncing from team to team, being a coach, doing all this shit, like, I'm sure you get worn out and exhausted. And, like, For I sure. didn't think he ever looked worn out and exhausted, but I guess he must have, because he looks like he's glowing, and it's great to see. <laughs> yes. He's ascended. That guy. Yeah. But there is a bit of a, bit of, bit of a, a classic Reddit scandal. Oh, boy, um, another Reddit scandal. But yeah. you buy the bottles, Crow. Uh, hey, listen, I know a lot of you guys out there. Thanks, Nick. Yep. I know a lot of you guys out there also use r slash Dota 2 and are like, man, why are you guys shit talking us all the time? I bet a lot of you are really cool. I bet a lot of people on r slash Dota 2 are fine. Uh, is but this you just, also... I think this is just a, a, where we vent for some reason when we're recording. It's, it's our show. We're recording we audio file. Yeah. Um, but like also, like, you know that you have fucking idiots on there. You know that. And you know that they pop their head up and they all upvote each other and then we get on the front page that like, what the fuck is Valve not doing? Handle Admiral Bulldog's vision issues. Why I mean, are they just sitting on yeah. their hands? I, I did a 10 minute shit post one time. I think I, I made it to the front page. It was really dumb. Nick, Internet's why are they just sitting on their hands? Why, why isn't Valve why doing something? Why do they something? type with their feet, right? Like... Uh, Valve has all this power to influence visas, but like they haven't made a dead statement game. that they're doing something. Excuse me. So dead game. Hmm? G- dead game. Dead game. This is a joke. I don't understand. Dead game. Every, everything oh, dead is dead game. game. Oh, Did it sound like dead okay. game? It really sounded like dead, dead game. game. <laughs> I mean, I said dead <laughs> game like... after you said dead game, but I was trying to say dead. I probably clipped, and so it, you it definitely makes the D sound like a G. This is such good podcast material. Um, podcast. Yeah, guys, I I could draw this out and feign ignorance What even for a is while, your beef? I don't actually know what your beef is this week. My beef is these dumb shits thinking that Valve isn't fucking doing anything when they do shit all the time oh, and they're yes. just not announced. It's Valve. Of course they're not sitting there, like, live streaming themselves, talking to senators, trying to work this shit out. That's not how this works. That's not how they do anything. They've done interviews. There have been interviews with Gabe Newell on camera. You can go see them of him talking about how visas are a big concern for them and they invest a lot of effort in trying to fix it. Yep. Just because they're not talking to you, some random jackass sitting in your underwear in front of your computer about what's happening, doesn't mean they're not doing anything. Shut the fuck up, maybe. Damn. I mean, I don't disagree. It is, it is just, misplaced effort. You should, like, well, I don't know. Right to I, right to www.visa.gov. 
I don't know. Write to, like, legit, write to your congressman, write to your senator. There are great services in place for doing so. Maybe if you're fighting some bigger issues recently and you've had to make use of these services, you could also be like, and hey, you should think about working on the process for visas because it's garbage. Yeah. I mean, it's not like this is a huge, uh, this is a high visibility issue. It's just no. that, you know, this is it's kind of weird, I guess, for this kind of talent. Yeah, just every time there's a big LAN, yeah. somebody has issues, and maybe the issues get resolved, but there's always issues. And it is hard, because, like, there's, what, you know, 10 lawyers on, on the Dota 2 Reddit or something, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody yeah. else thinks that they are, so. Well, and also, like, I mean, Admiral Bulldog had the wrong kind of visa. Yeah. They asked him if he had a visa, and he's like, yeah, I've got a visa, and he had the wrong kind, and that's, that's well, an easy mistake to make. It's almost that there is no right kind, also. That, too. <laughs> that, too. For what they were trying it's, to do. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a mess. Um, I am not blaming Admiral Bulldog. I'm not blaming Valve. I'm not really blaming Reddit. I'm just saying think before running your goddamn mouths. Wise words in any situation. And here I am running my mouth, but I spent a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs> you get to run your mouth later when you were right about all sorts of things. However, <laughs> we we got to move on to more team drama because there's always more team drama. There's always more team drama. So Planet Odd is gone, which was uh-huh. Thunderbirds, which was DC, right? I have to trace the like genealogy yes. every time. Yes. Okay. Now Thunderbird or Team Planet Odd. Ooh, you, just, you made me do it there. <laughs> Planet Odd, the organization, still exists. Their Dota ah, 2 yes. team is gone. Yes. They are a bigger esports organization, a fairly new one, and I think in other other sports they continue. Um, but yeah, their Dota 2 team, the second place at last year, the second place last year at TI, DC, then Thunderbirds, then Planet Odd, is not under Pl- Planet Odd's banner anymore, and it seems like disbanding. Yeah, I think one of the players said disband. Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. Then it, it, yeah. There's been right, so much going on for me to properly copy-paste links. That's far too far too difficult. No, I got you. I mean, that's that's good enough confirmation. Yeah. Um, so we, we'll, we'll see where people end up. Navi's looking. Who knows? Yeah. Dream. I mean. Yellow. It was always a weird, like... Well, Sun's fan left, know. too, right? He left them? He left He left DC. Oh, I mean, because yeah. Sun's fan is... He left DC when they the... became Thunderbirds. Christian. Well, because DC is his organization. He started DC. There was a DC before, like before Thunderbirds. Co- there was a previous yeah. DC team with Aoi 2000 I remember they were, like, the meme team, and they're like, wait, yeah. second in TI? Yeah. No, it was, it was a new roster for TI, and they did great. Um... Yeah. So I think this is foolish. Um, I think it's foolish because I think Dota teams have this. I mean, they got this thing like, "Oh, TI doesn't go well. I guess we have to blow everything up now, right?" And it's just like, "Listen, you came really close to getting in. I know it sucks you didn't make it, and I appreciate that. But it's not like you guys have been like dog shit at other tournaments. You've been doing real well at other tournaments too. You have every reason to think you'll have success going forward. You just missed this one particular shot. Dust yourselves off. Try again. But as ever, I have not been in their team house. I haven't been seeing their matches. Maybe there's some other stuff going on. I think there is something to be said about not qualifying for TI though. Like sure. It's your main event of the year. If you're a tier one team, you should be at TI. It means that, you know, as, you know, they might have tier one players on Planet Odd for sure, but the team's not working out, you know, for whatever reason. It might not even be the players. It could be, you know, coaching and stuff was insufficient. But Or they just had a bad day or a bad, really important game. Like, I mean, I don't, like, I think, I do think it is a problem that they didn't make it to TI, right? I'm not saying it isn't. But I don't know that the solution is then to blow the whole thing up. Like, I mean, I think it would heavily exacerbate any existing issues. Because you'd be like, well, mm-hmm. Cullen fucking sucks at position six. I'm leaving this team, whether or not that's true. It's not. But I've got my issues. But um... <laughs> Being a good sacrificial sport, not one of them. But I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I, I'm no, not surprised. I, and I, 
you know, like it's this always been a bit weird to me to see like the just the combination. You know, I see these teams where like, I mean, like I see a bunch of Koreans playing on Team Secret, and I'm just like, man, that must be really hard, right? Like, you're not living in Korea anymore, I assume, mm-hmm. and you're mostly not speaking your primary language, and you're playing with these people who were raised for a different style of Dota than you, and that's not nothing. I mean, you can overcome that, but like. You were trained in a specific style of Dota, and now you're playing Puppy Dota. Yeah. And, like, you know, I think there are there are a lot of players on, or were a lot of players on Planet Odd that were of, of a sort of a similar background and mindset. And, I mean, like, and then there was Resolution, right? Resolution felt like an odd man out to me, and it was great that it worked out. Resolution's an incredible player, but he mm-hmm. always, like... If you said to me which one of these players is going to say this isn't working for me, I think it's resolution. Hmm. And that's, you know, I don't think it's anything wrong with his personality. I just think he has a very different background at Dota from the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, I so. would agree with that. I don't know. It, you never know with these these things. It's It's just certainly a shame that these Tier 1 players have not found success. Yeah, I really look forward to, I mean, like, but I mean, that's how we get underdog stories. So, yeah, I want to see. I want to see what resolution gets up to. I want to see what Weha gets up to. Soxa misery. I mean, you know. Yep. That squad's that squad's pretty killer. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'll be watching those guys with interest. Um, if I'm being frank, most of my interest is on Weha, resolution, and misery. Those are the ones that interest me the most. Um. I don't know. For me, the. Moon Meander was on that team still, right? Yeah. Yeah, Rezo, we Moon, Misery, Moon Meander, rather, sorry, Misery and Soxa. I still I still think of Moon as an OG guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I also, I don't know, for me, the, I don't know about Moon lately, and I don't, I don't know. Yep. I, that's not even, I don't know that that's fair. It's just sort of like there's, I don't know. People come and go. Yeah. But Toda. Dota always doesn't stay the same. It changes occasionally, too. Speaking of Dota changing, we talked about the major and minors and the, the whole system. Well, apparently, they've already they've already worked it out. They've already got contracts and out and stuff. And we basically know what Dota will look like next year in terms of the esports scene, which is interesting. And there, we should probably talk about this after we talk about Tia in like another episode and stuff, because... Mm-hmm. Especially because they're going to be releasing the points system hopefully yeah. soon so that people can actually plan their schedules. But it is it is packed. There are 11 majors and 11 minors next year. And so here's, like, there's that fact. There's the fact that there's going to be a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, there's the fact, that, you know, we're, we'll talk about, like, individual tournaments and, and stuff on a future episode when we have more time because we have a lot to go through this week. Yeah. But just real quick, like, this is so unvalve to know all of this this early. We're not operating on Valve time. Right? Yeah. I it and other things that have been going on make me think Valve may be trying to change their approach to some of this stuff, and it's. I don't, I don't know about the timeline. I think, I think this system certainly is kind of unvalve. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know enough about the CS:GO scene, but I, I also wonder how interconnected or separate those divisions are within valve csgo mm-hmm. and dota but i think this is such a huge departure you kind of have to make sure you know ahead of time what's going to go on especially with how packed this is i mean 11 you have basically a turn a major and a minor every month that's crazy yeah. and it's a lot there's going to have to be <laughs> there's going to be some spreadsheet going on here once they release the points because you're going to have to know, you know, when can you afford to go boot camp? When do you have to go try to win a tournament? Especially, we talked about, uh, they announced, to some extent, you'll get more points for majors and minors closer to TI. At what point do you have enough points? At what point can you just chill? Should you chill? Should you, you know, keep trying to go for more for both prize pool and practice? Or is it better not to? I mean, there's so many things you're going to have to think about as a team. I think, I think Valve are definitely cognizant of the fact that, like, hey, we should kind of like tread lightly because, you know, 
this is a big deal. We got to get it right so people can start making decisions. Yeah. I yeah. I think I think everything you said makes sense. I don't know. It still just it still just feels weird to know this much so far ahead of time. I like yeah, I, for sure. all your reasoning totally makes sense. It's just sort of like but but it's Valve and <laughs> yeah. I know what's going to happen tomorrow. That's weird. Yeah. Um so I, we, yeah. we we know the date, we know the, the length, and we know the organizer, and we know the prize pool. All except for one minor uh, has a total prize pool of 300k, and then all but one major has a prize pool of 1 million. So mm-hmm. they're also smaller scale. And Valve has to pay for less, too, funnily enough. Yeah. Since they're not just funding the prize pool by themselves. So let's talk real quickly about some of the changes made for new players, shall we? Yes, we missed this. It was it was a typical Valve release, you know, an hour before a podcast thing, and we missed last episode, I think. Yeah, this this time for once we we didn't see it in time. Um, so there are being they're making some changes to the new player experience, and the first one, I, I there there are there are basically two big changes, right? Yep. One of them is one that I think is good, and one of them we should talk about. Yes, we haven't um, talked about that. So the first one is that new players will be matched against players with consistently high behavior scores. Dota, if you don't know, quietly tracks whether or not it thinks you're a dickhead. And yeah. if it thinks you're very much not a dickhead, you're more, you are probably going to get matched with some newer players. Because it's real, like it is especially important for a new player to have a good social experience while they are first trying to learn the game. Yeah. Matchmaking will now ensure this. Um, good, that's a very good. That's idea. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're finally, yeah. at least as far as we know, finally using the behavior score for something. I like to think I have a high behavior score. I feel like anecdotally talking to other I've, people, it hmm. seems to bear out. After this podcast, yeah. let's check your behavior score. You can do that. What? What? Wait. Okay. How long does it take? It takes however long. Uh, no time, because during this podcast, I will Google the console command. Okay. Yep. That's all it but is. We could just do it on air. I don't mind. I mean, okay. Uh, Dota two. Um, okay. Dota two. I forget the name. Console behavior score. Anyway, I think I I have had bumps like not since I've gone up an MMR more, yep, but I used to have a lot more bump ins with with high skill players, and I really enjoyed it because it was really nice to just bump into people who were eager to learn. And it's like okay, like you're trying a new thing, and if you are willing to have an open mind about what you don't know, this is going to be really fun. Yeah, I mean, and they're not going to play ranked matchmaking because yeah. newbies can't. So don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly, your MMR is not at risk. I think it sounds nice. By the way, go into your console, type developer1, and I think that enables like a developer output mode. It's Dota underscore game underscore account underscore debug. Hold up. Do I have to do that in the launcher? Nope. The console. Okay. Hang on. I'm still booting up Dota 2. Do I need to um, go oh. into like demo mode or something? Um, nope. Nope. I can just hit tilde on the main menu and this should yeah. happen. I'm hitting tilde and nothing's happening. Do you not have console... You can go into the settings menu, and then there's a... Okay, hit backslash and nothing's happening. Okay, you might have to put uh, dash dev or dash console into your launch options. Maybe we'll do this later. Maybe we Uh, will. (laughs) Maybe you were right about this. Okay. And this is kind of a pain in the ass. Um, Anyway, I think I've got a decent behavior score. Um, But... I don't know. I I would like to play with new players when I'm playing normal matchmaking. That sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know how many you know of us will because the two to three k range is kind of high <laughs> for yeah. I mean, unless we're partied with low normal MMR people, but mm-hmm. yeah, it does seem unlikely that nice we'll just bump out of them concept. day to day. But. Yeah. And then the other change that you don't like. I, I didn't say I didn't like it. Okay, let's talk about it. What is mm-hmm. it? Because I forget the specifics. So, it's a change to hero selection. Okay, quote. 
To help new players, we are now restricting hero selection to a curated group of 20 heroes for their first 25 games. This introductory group consists of heroes that we've learned are very successful in helping new players learn and enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. That is Valve's comment on the subject. So this is the old, uh, I think it was removed a year ago, um, limited... Limited heroes. Limited heroes yeah. or limited pool, whatever it was called, draft. Yeah. Except for you are made to basically, like, it's not, you don't queue for limited heroes. Yeah. Everyone else is playing all pick and you're playing limited heroes, unless they're also new. I think you have a negative so, reaction to this, mostly. My initial reaction was definitely negative. My initial reaction was, this is bullshit, and this is, like, baby garbage, and I hate it. Are we League of Legends now? I don't even think League of Legends does this shit. You can still drop in money and play whatever fucking God, champ you want. They have, like, f- seven free heroes a week. Ugh, it's garbage. But you can, still, you, can, you can still pay money to play fucking and that's, whoever the fuck you want. That's not garbage? <laughs> I'm not saying it's not garbage. It's just different. Okay. Listen, if they said, unless you pay $20, in which case you can opt out, I'd be even <laughs> more mad. Um, I mean, it hasn't been added yet. I, I like the idea as an opt-out thing. Do they? I don't remember. I don't remember which game. This might not even be Dota. Does it ask you your skill level when you first make a Dota account? Like first That was Heroes of the Legends. Storm. I'm Maybe pretty it was sure. League of Legends. That did that. Maybe that's what I'm remembering from I long don't, ago. I don't think Dota does that. Okay. So I think it should be like that, where it's an opt-out thing, so that if you you've made a new, I don't know made make a new account or something, then you could just skip it. Or if you know what you're doing, quote unquote, know what you're doing from another ARTS type thing, you could skip. So it. there are ways in which I could like this, right? One, it fucks over Smurfers, and I'm I'm fucking down with that. <laughs> Fuck you, um. And two is the problem is that this doesn't work, right? And like, okay, maybe maybe it'll work, but like, okay, you're limited to twenty heroes, right? You're mm-hmm. limited to like Drow and Sniper and Crystal Maiden or something, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean the enemy can't play Invoker. It doesn't mean you don't have to deal with Bloodseeker. The enemy can still, if they're not within their first twenty-five games, can still play whatever the hell you want. So it's not actually helping you. Because you still have to deal with a bunch of complicated mechanics. But you're limited in what you... You're not overwhelmed. Think, think like a new... You're not, you're like not overwhelmed as a person system. trying to control the game. But you're overwhelmed well, in what's assailing you. Let me like, correct it's that. Not... You are overwhelmed. You are already overwhelmed. Sure. If you're, you have a choice of 120 something, like 110, 120 heroes versus 20, maybe you can actually look at, you know a few of the heroes during the hero selection and try to make some So you some feel like it gives people uh, gives people like specifically during hero selection it does a better job of helping people have a moment to actually digest some of what's in front of them. Yes. I'm thinking okay. like when I first hmm, like when I first uh loaded into Heroes of the Storm for the first time there was all this stuff going on but there was you know, just a few heroes. So I did actually know, like, kind of what some of the heroes were. Versus just, like, seeing this entire, I don't know how many characters they have. Entire, like, splattering of things. Yeah, yeah, I think I like it. Nick, do you know the first game of Dota I ever played? I don't think I've ever told this story on the show. No, I don't think so. First game of Dota 2 I ever played, I think, was before I was even into Heroes of the Storm. Or not Heroes of the Storm. God, that was before Heroes <laughs> of the Storm existed. Um, before I was into League of Legends. Um, it was back in the beta. Uh, closed beta. I got an invite. I think I traded someone, like, a TF2 hat for a Dota 2 invite. <laughs> Dota because 2 my friends, because the forum I was a part of, they were all like, hey, let's play some games of, Do- of Dota 2. Let's everybody, you know, get an invite and we'll play a few games together. And my computer at the time was worse than the one I have now. And there was a Death Prophet on the enemy team, played by a forum user that I really did not like very much. And I liked them a lot less after this match, because they figured something out. When they hit Exorcism, my my computer crashed every <laughs> single time. And so they would hit it 
times that made no sense. It was just like, oh, yeah. I can see this player. I'm going to hit Exorcism and he'll DC, <laughs> and then we'll take a tower. Jeez. And so that was bad, right? <laughs> yep. But also, their team had a Bloodseeker and a Zeus. No, that's and I just, didn't know what the fuck that's was just going mean. on. That's brutal. I agree. I agree. It was mean. Um, but it's just like... Who were you playing? I think... I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. It's been so long. Yeah. And like, I didn't touch Dota 2 again for a couple of years, I think. Um, and my experience there, like, is, you know, the point of that story isn't like, woe is me. The point of the story there is like, I don't remember feeling that over, like, I was kind of overwhelmed by the hero I was playing, because I would have felt overwhelmed by anyone, right? Yeah. You could have given me, you know, a textureless box with no spells, and I would have been overwhelmed. Um, the thing that overwhelmed me was what was being done to me and trying to parse what was happening to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would expect. And I don't think this makes that any better. That, I think, is the most confusing part of Dota for a very immediate newbie, is understanding what is done to be, to their character. But at least you know what you can do. You might not understand what's happening. I mean, you might get some sort of intuition when this giant fire thing comes towards you and you take damage from Lena. Mm -hmm. But if you're limited to a certain number of heroes for 25 games, you would at least know very, very vaguely what those characters do. And like, you would kind of see what their skills would do in reference to the game no matter what is in the game. So I think what I want is I want to give people a reason, like if assuming they can opt out, which I don't know if they can, I'm just going to assume that for the purposes of this conversation, hmm. assuming that they can say, no, give me the full suite. Most people I know who got into the Dota are the kind of people who would say, no, give me the full suite, right? And the first first twenty five games, yeah. Hmm. I want to pick who looks cool. I don't want to have to pick Dragon Knight. This guy looks like a dork. Who looks like a dork in Dota? Dota's like high fantasy, Tinker. <laughs> but they're they're so dork. They've crossed the dork threshold. Sniper has not. <laughs> Sniper is just the dork. Sniper's the dork so dork. close. He's so close to looping around because he's so low. He needs down, to have a jar of piss or something dork. like TF2, right? I That'd don't know. Um, but like, I mean, I probably would have said, "No, nah, I want to play the person who looks cool." Fuck these guys. And I feel like a lot of people are like me, but they maybe they wouldn't be. But I think there should be some incentive to do it, and not like a huge one, but sort of like. Well, okay, how about this? Like, if you choose to opt out of this, then we're not going to treat you like a new player, and you're also not going to get nicer people. You're just going to get whoever you get. Sure. There we go. Or, or you get nice for people. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I mean, any, like, I don't, don't want to punish people for yeah. saying I want to <laughs> see. I, I just want to encourage people, because I do think it is probably healthy for people to have this 20-hero limit, but I think forcing them into it is probably bad. And I think if you don't force them into it, a lot of people who it would be good for are going to say no on principle. Well, that, that's bad for them. I think it should... I, I don't know. I think guiding people towards 20 heroes is a great idea. Purge's Guide. Uh, Welcome to Dota 2, you suck. I guess it's probably out of date at this point. It gives like a number of heroes and stuff for each role and kind of starts to explain them. Let's take it a step back. Your first 25 games, you won't know what the fuck is going on. Your first 100 games, maybe, that's where you get a sense of what the fuck is going on. Because there's so many mechanics. I don't feel like the first 25 games having a limited hero pool would affect you almost at all. That's my opinion. Hmm. Because maybe not. what the hell is going on anyways? Right? But we're one of the, like, we're one of the few MOBAs who doesn't say you haven't played enough so you don't get to access these yeah. mechanics. Like, League of Legends has fucking masteries and runes and that fucking trash. And League of... And League of... Um, 
Heroes of the Storm has its equivalents and also, you know, unlockable heroes and stuff. I fucking hate that stuff. Yeah, me too. It sucks so much that you cannot just play the same game as everyone else yeah. until you've put enough hours to prove you're worthy. That's trash. And well, it's because that's how they keep their game fresh. Like I was, I was some something on Reddit, of course, as it always is on this goddamn podcast. People were talking about, oh yes, this is this is our next topic actually, on why, like, why that's a thing why you have to buy new heroes and stuff, that's like one of the main ways they get you to keep playing their game. You get, you know, the dopamine hit and the interest from seeing this new mechanic pop up every many, many hours. You you don't have that in Dota. It's just like, all this shit is cool. Keep playing. It'll take you forever to become proficient. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't needed something like that. I haven't needed yeah. a, a Call of Duty unlock system to stay interested in Dota. Yeah. I think we'll have to see. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it there because I don't know I don't know if we have anything else objective to say. That's fair. Mostly because I want to connect this segue properly. What we are talking about is new heroes. Valve, mm-hmm. according to Cyborg Matt, he was he gave a little bit of a summary of what Valve's uh, you know annual player meeting that they have at TI at the beginning is. They have a few things they want to work on. Mainly, they know that the new user experience, ooh, look at that, uh, needs work. They say it needs lots of work. Yep. <laughs> that, yep. That's no secret. We've talked about possible tutorials or how that would go and stuff in the past. But also, they apparently are dissatisfied with dissatisfied with how fast new heroes are being made which is Mm -hmm. surprising to me i think we've talked about this off air but i feel like no it was probably on air i feel like two to three heroes per year is the maximum that i would want because we don't need new heroes to keep our game fresh right and what happens if you oversaturate like league does is that you end up reusing the same mechanics over and over till it's not like it's not dota that's my hmm. opinion hmm. and there's already so much else to balance you don't need to keep the game fresh by adding new faces constantly it's really cool when it does happen like seeing monkey king last year that was really cool and then figuring out his new kit that was really cool he can do crazy stuff he, they added a new mechanic to the game with tree jumping. I don't. I don't want that more than twice a year. Pretty sure. Well, so I've got some good news. You've been getting it at two or less a year for the last couple of years now. Yeah. Um, well, I guess just two a year. It was two in 2016 and two in 2015, right? Yeah. And so far, we've had a zero in 2017 with the year more than half over well i i think we all know what's gonna happen at ti closing i don't think i don't think a hero is gonna come out at ti i think it's gonna be the same thing as monkey king they announce a new hero okay monkey king came out on december 12th but it was announced at ti right but if they announce it that means we get one hero this year if they only announce one and then it takes that long to come out Mm mm-hmm I Fine don't think me. that's a great rate, personally. No? Okay. And, you know, obviously, free to disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to release heroes a lot faster. Um, you know, that was also when they had more stuff to po- port from Dota 1, right? I, I don't Monkey like that King. argument. I don't really like that argument at all. Because we what? have 110, 100-something heroes now. Like, when you have less heroes, I don't think it's as... Because like, Icewag used to add, like... Eight every patch or stuff in Dota One, but that's when you have so few heroes. Like once you have all over a hundred heroes, if you just keep adding them like that, you're gonna spiral out of control. Like what do you do? I don't know how League of Legends is gonna keep doing that. I mean, we had over a hundred heroes in 2014. He still added four heroes that year. Yeah, I mean he was porting, but yeah. Well, I mean that's dwindling, right? ramped down from 2013 probably sure 
It is. That's true. And I think that's but, fine to just go to like one or two. I think that's sustainable. I think sustainable is a is a. I don't like. I let me get, let me be clear. I don't want to get to League of Legends, right? I don't want yeah, a sure. new hero every two months. And many, I don't know. Well, sorry. Go ahead. How many do you want? Four. Four would be good. Three would be good. Okay. One is not awesome to me. Hmm. And part of it is because I feel like a lot of the recent ones have been bangers, right? Yeah. Like, I am. I am not sure how I feel about Ark Warden still. I'm certainly fine with him being in the game. I have no beef, right? But I'm like, eh, there's some weird stuff about his kit, and I feel like they've had to make some weird compromises to make him work, and I don't know. He's just kind of strange, right? Mm -hmm. Oracle and Winter Wyvern are such, like, honestly, fantastic designs. And I think maybe Winter Wyvern could use some love in the balance department. But, like, when Winter Wyvern came out, I said this feels like a hero design that is like not like and when I say this I don't mean like because it's it feels old. It just feels like nucleic in a way where if you told me that design had been in Dota 2 for uh 3 years, I would believe you because it just feels so core in the way they built her. She doesn't feel like she's built on gimmicks. She's just built on cool. like logical cool ideas. And then Oracle's maybe a little more gimmicky, but like Hey, look at my captain's mode picks. I pick Oracle a lot. I think that guy's great. And I was astonished at how much I liked Monkey King. I like hmm. Monkey King a lot. I wish I could play him more. Um, yeah. So, like, I mean, part of it's just a reaction to, not every time they put stuff out, I've never been like, whoa, this is, I mean, you know, because I started in mid-2014, right? Yeah. It started playing seriously anyway. Um, I was playing, you know, off and on before that, but I wasn't really. Mm -hmm. Um, And since I've started playing, I've never, I've never like had a hero come out and be like, whoa, slow down, guys. (laughs) I've never felt that way. But we've never been super high volume. Or super crazy. I just, I think like it's been a good thing more of a good thing if they can keep it going at a good pace sounds fine and I don't like I don't feel like I have any reason to believe Valve is going to just start suddenly shitting them out <laughs> yeah. they've never given us any indication like they can do that with any kind of content in their lives <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, on their website they still say something about uh, Half-Life 2 being a trilogy <laughs> like I think I highly I doubt think, they'll just yeah. start going to six a year. I could totally see one a quarter, aka four a year. I could see that working. That feels to me like probably the upper limit before mm-hmm. it starts to feel kind of like, yeah, like that's you know if if we get like if we get like six a year, we're not gonna be used to the, how a new hero plays by the time Ti comes around, and that's yeah. not great. I don't think that's a good feeling. It also like, it just destabilizes the meta, kind of, or it has the potential yeah. to if you make the new hero, inter- which it's ice fog. He'll do it. Make the the hero interesting and you know worth releasing, and not just hey, it's our weekly uh, game update schedule, and we're releasing our new hero. Blah 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 blah. The blah 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 blah. You know that's not what yeah. not what he does generally. So, and also, I mean, like right now. Like Icefrog is not shy about think, saying he thinks something is is too messed up and he yeah. doesn't want it in captain's mode, and right now it's just techies. Everyone mm. else is in, and that's really good place. Yeah, and boy, he has a lot of work. We to haven't do on been techies. there for a while. Also, it's easy to to forget. I think last TI everyone was in. Mm. There there was definitely one. Okay, maybe maybe it wasn't TI. There was definitely one major mm. where literally everyone was out of captain's okay. mode, and then. A big patch happened, and he did a bunch of hero rebarks, and everyone went back. Um, and slowly, they're making their way back into into CM. Yeah. Um, you know, like Treant and Lycan were out for a while and stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure Icefog. I mean, let's see. I've been trying to find. I think 6.83D is the last patch that Dota One got. 
and since then, Monkey King has been our first new hero where we've broken hero parody with Dota 1. Now that he's not on the Warcraft 3 engine, I mean, there were some shenanigans with that anyways, I'm sure he's probably just hankering to do stuff, right? Because I'm sure he has all sorts of ideas. He mm-hmm. might just want to like put some new cool ideas out. Maybe he just wants to do that. The last of Dota 2 uh, pre-7.0 update was 6.88F. Yeah, but Dota, Dota, I meant Dota 1. The last oh, Dota okay. 1 patch was 6.83D, I, I think. Okay. Probably wrong. But Monkey yeah, King I mean, is like, our only non-Dota 1 hero. And Monkey King's great. Yeah. And I'm sure, <laughs> yeah, as, you, as you say, I'm sure he's excited to see what he can do without being held back by Dota 1. It's like, right? this is my video game. Play my heroes. Because he's Russian? I don't know what happened there. It's late. Well, we don't know what he is. He's probably Chinese, but we're not sure. Yeah. I don't know. I... A lot of blabbering about nothing, but we're... Right. I trust Ice Frog. I I assume these statements are being made in conjunction with Ice Frog, and and Valve isn't going to be like, great news, T.I., here's here's Water Spirit, and also, we fired Ice Ice Frog. Frog. (laughs) Um... I swear I could just go back to Dota 1. He would <laughs> probably. And, oh, wait, no, I think they bought... Yeah, they bought his rights. Oh, well. He'll go work for both... Yeah, right. Aeon of Strife. Here Aeon we come. Of Aeon of Strife 2. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 I trust Ice Frog, right? I disagree with him on some finer points sometimes. But on the whole, I trust Ice Frog to know what he's doing. And if, if he thinks he can pick up hero production... Yep. In a sustainable way that is good for the game, then fucking go ham, man. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Way better than I do. Yeah. I guess in passing, we're about to move on to TI. We will mention a possible new hero. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But there were some file, some suspicious files found in a place where hero files are kind of normally kept, and there was a a hero unit. I think I don't remember called Sylph. Which is like a what? What is Sylph, Colin? Our uh, traditionally, it is a spirit of air and person. wind. Um, it's sort of it's often portrayed as being a lot like a fairy. Um, I think you can also some like some lore translations. Uh, some lore, excuse me. This is not some fucking D and D garbage. This lore, is real I, I love that Bible lore we got. That's pretty good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry about Jesus that. Jesus was folks. way OP. Uh, he was nerfed. Some mythology has sylphs as more of like spirits of the woods. But anyway, they're obviously like spirits, sort of fairy creatures. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's listed with abilities, uh, grapple, shadow realm, flash powder, and will-o'-wisp, none of which sound like a remnant thing. So maybe it's not the fourth spirit that we think we might be getting, but who knows? It could just be a salt breaker thing, but it's kind of weird that they put it in this directory. So. Yeah, and it's also like I mean, the name of the file is hero underscore self, and I don't, I haven't looked that much into spirit into the code behind Siltbreaker. I haven't looked that much into anything about Siltbreaker since I realized it was garbage. garbage. Um, but I imagine they don't tend to name NPCs as heroes. I don't know. I mean, you you could designate stuff like there's hero units, um, hero creeps. I mean, in the main That's game. Fair. That's stuff, fair. So. That's fair. Okay. For well, the... who knows purposes of spaghetti code it's curious anyway i know that like i know there's a bunch of like abandoned content in the like if you look at the the data there's like stuff for like oh here's a colin we're still in beta you have to understand it's like oh there are abilities that aren't actually in the game and here's some items like the cursed rapier and all this all this stuff that just gets left in there right (laughs) that's how programming and my understanding is that's how designing any kind of program works is that you leave a lot of stuff in because you never know how dependencies work out so maybe this is just old scraps content who knows but it is hey who knows it is there anyways 30 minutes in let's talk about ti 30 minutes in boy that's fucking optimistic of you (laughs) um (laughs) yeah ti7 it's happening wow Another Thanks hot to, take from Colin yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Harmony's new bloom. Uh, I mean... <laughs> we're done. Um, we haven't really been watching... I mean, it's just the second day of groups. 
we haven't really been watching much. I've been watching as much as I can with work, but like, okay, it's not that I don't have things to say. It's that we're bad at transitions. Nick, (laughs) how are you enjoying TI so far? It's pretty pretty good. Getting hyped for the main stage. I mean, I can't, I can't really watch too much without getting not bored, but wanting. Whenever I watch these esports things, I just kind of want to play the game after a while because the pros make it look so interesting. But hey, there's some cool, talented people that are doing cool, talented things, and then cool, talented things happen in the game. It's mm-hmm. it's exciting. There was an amazing Enchantress play in something something game recently, right before it was recording. VP versus OG, I think. VP versus OG, yeah. Um, it was, uh, and I'm not going to remember any of their names. On VP's side, they had picked Enchantress, and she got to one HP. It was one... Lil on Enchantress, because, you know, yeah. Lil and his Enchantress, he yes. loves that, that hero. Had sprites on and was being chased by three or four OGs who had ganked her. This is a really exciting play-by-play. She, she survived with one HP because of Untouchable and sprites, and just kind of, like, pranced away. Didn't There's this beautiful stuff. moment where, like, the initial salvo, like, almost <laughs> kills her. Like, just, like, like burst of magic damage. And yes. she gets down slow, so low. And then the fight just stops. Because Enchantress <laughs> has been... Has, en- Enchantress has been made, you know, like, decrepified by Pugna. So she's moving very slowly away. <laughs> and also everyone's arms are moving in slow motion as they try to... Everybody just... Her. Their attacks all <laughs> break. Just, because it's, she gets too far away. It's, yeah. Oh, I love this hero. Oh. So there, we already have some great moments. There's plenty of great clips on Reddit already. Yeah, There was an amazing it's... IO tether I saw out where... Oh, boy. There's been too many games going on. Where uh, there was this amazing relocate out, which there always is when someone plays IO. And then, because Lycan keeps getting played, this IO tethered to a Lycan wolf that was just beaming for the op, you know, away from the four heroes waiting to get their free IO. And IO just, just TPs out while he's tethering. It's like a storm spirit just kind of casually TPing out while ball lightninged, but it was a ball. Uh, there's, nice. there's good plays. I'm hyped. Yeah. I. Uh, so I, I can say both I'm right and I'm wrong here, right? And the one mm-hmm. thing I was right about is the thing that was the most obvious prediction in the world, right? Which is we're all undervaluing China. Figures. Yeah, I guess let's let's give yeah. the the rundown after two days. Ooh, boy, um, LGD <sighs> Forever Young is killing everyone. They're ten and zero in their group. And their group is LGDFI, newbie VP OG IG DC Execration Cloud Nine and Hellraisers. That's it's not the hardest group, but it's not an easy group. And uh, boy, Cloud Nine, huh? One and seven. What? Oh, Envy. Oh, Envy. Five games in a row they first picked Lich. I mean, they have played, I think, what are the top teams in their group. They played LFY, Newtby, OG, and VP. But, I don't know. Well, they'll have to, like, win the rest, I think, to to get back to a good spot. Because right now they're second from last in their bracket. Mm-hmm. So And they're, they're tied for last, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, they keep... Picking Lich? Question mark? I, d- I don't, like, Lich is not bad, but he's not first pick, you guys. And then, I, I, don't, I don't think know if this I, was you them. Know, we don't, yeah. But. <laughs> but I think in one game, Lich built, they've won one of these Lich games, I think, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's changed since I've No, Lich. that's correct, <laughs> I think. Lich built a Shadow Blade, and then <laughs> there was this great tweet by Old Man Fear. Uh, he's something something. What's happening? Lich built a shadow blade, and Drow Ranger built a four staff. <laughs> it's just like, yep, I don't know. Yeah, Next I, level strats. We we can't understand. I d- yeah, I don't like. I think this is like. I think. I don't know. I think maybe Envy overthought it. I think Envy was like, I've got the sick thing that's going to take the main stage, by, the, like the groups by storm. I'm Spamming Lich. Yeah, I've got this. I've been working on this pocket strat that I haven't shown anyone. I haven't even script. I haven't even tried it in a pub because that would give it away. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. God. I don't know what the fuck's happening. You know, um, it's win strange. some games against the the lower tier teams. Come on. Yeah, I I hope I hope they pull it together. Um. I've been 
transfixed by every game I see Liquid play. I I watched a f- I've watched some of a few of them. They're looking interesting. They're looking very strong. Yeah. They're at the top of Group A right now, though LGD regular LGD is close behind. But oh, do they manage to top? They might. Okay, LGD yeah. had yeah, been leading them for a while, but LGD are seven three. Nice, nice. Yeah, they yeah. they've looked very strong. I did happen. One of the games I could catch a lot of was one of the two that they lost. <laughs> Where Miracle played Monkey King, and I was so excited, and it did not work. No. Um, yeah, there's been some good, good, good games. Nothing's boring. Yeah, I. So we did a fantasy draft in our Slack, where you know, which is sort of like, okay, everybody, you know, like pick yourself, you know, five heroes and maybe or five players and a sub, and we'll, you know, we'll give you fantasy points, and it'll be fun, and we'll keep track of this stuff, and like. We knew that we were not picking enough Chinese players because we just don't know that scene very well. Yeah. But God, I wish I had S triple C. Holy shit. Right. I, that I, guy's I would out of not his even mind. recognize his name. Yeah. It it's like this is one of those things where I was I like last podcast I was like, I just I don't know these players. I don't know who any of these guys are. And I see them playing and I'm like Chinese oh, players. Right. Like, I mean really I didn't remember S triple C at all, and then I saw him pick Morphling, and there was like a switch in my brain. I'm like, "Oh shit, that guy!" <laughs> and he Dino killed everyone. Yeah, I uh, I feel like an idiot, and that's good. I should, but like, god damn, yeah, it, they're savaging people, and it's it's beautiful. Um, yeah. In terms yeah, of I, meta. China's doing whatever they want, basically. There's not super standouts at the moment. I mean, there kind of is. So Nyx has 19 games, uh, has 19 picks with an 80% win rate, basically, which is, well, okay. The most picked is barely Earthshaker with 30 games for reasons we're not, haven't thought about enough to know. (laughs) But then Sven with 14 games also has an almost 80% win rate. So, yeah, Pugna has been picked eight yeah. times. He's got a seventy-five percent win rate, which is pretty good. Every uh, once in know. a while, they just spam something, and it's working. And he, the teams go, "Hey, that's working. Let's do that." Do you want to guess without checking? Okay. I checked. I I can't. I'm disqualified here. I'm checking so that we can do this. Okay. The five heroes who have been picked once. Never banned. Picked and then one. lost. Never banned. Lost. Meepo. Well, okay. also, the first day, I want to say, we had over 90 heroes picked. Actually, you know what? I'm going to give game. you... I'm going to give you a uh, a little bit of a help because this is such a broad thing, right? There okay. could be so many possible answers. Yeah. Uh, two are ranged, three are melee. To our strength, one is agility, to our intelligence. I want to say Husker. One of them one of them doesn't belong to be there and she's a very good girl. Oh no, Wind Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> she's not doing it's so not good. It's not your fault. Come. It's not your fault. It is. It, it is your fault. Help her enough. You haven't Jerexed her yet, yeah. Wind Ranger Huskar? Uh-huh. No Huskar. No, I don't know if Huskar has been picked at all. No, he has. Okay. Huskar. Yeah. Oh. What, what are we up to at this point? Oh, Huskar has been We're picked. Only no, five he heroes unpicked? Is this right? I wow. think that's right. So um, Huskar well, unpicked? Not picked or banned, anyway. Yeah. Huskar, Huskar, Miko, Huskar was picked. I'm sorry. Was picked? Uh, or was he was just banned. banned a bunch? Pretty sure okay, he was banned. He, oh, okay. My Dota bad. buff might be lying. I don't know. But yeah, five no, heroes I, unpicked. And then, you know, Techies is not in. That's pretty That's pretty good. You got yeah. a pretty good game. Oh, I'm really it. surprised to see. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really sad to see that. Or not sad. I'm surprised. I'm happy about yeah. it. Slark is picked and yeah. lost? So it's Wind Ranger, Pit Lord, Slark, Jakiro, Undying? I. I hmm. Listen, I've always told everyone Jakiro's a shit hero, and no one listens to me. So, this (laughs) makes sense. Undying, Undying waxes and wanes. Apparently he's waning right now. Okay, makes sense. Wind Ranger, listen, I'm not going to say anything bad. Maybe this makes (laughs) sense. Just skip it over, Colin. Just keep moving. 
Slark and Pitlord, Underlord. I think it they... has to do. I think Slark has to do with the tempo of the game. Uh huh. Which I think makes sense. Kind of. I don't know. He doesn't really offer that much to a fight early compared to other people. Mm-hmm. So I guess I kind of get that. I don't know, but I feel like shoving waves is the thing right now. I think. I think that's all I can un- understand at my you know level level but shoving waves that is the thing i mean it kind of always is because it lets you push and it lets you smoke and stuff but i don't know I, okay I mean, no there's Underlord there's been ignored heroes too okay oh, okay not just five unpicked okay <laughs> our bad um but underlord i don't underlord underlord just confuses me he's got the really good cc yeah he's got good push and like nuking spam He's got that great aura. You guys can just take Roche and then just show up at a tower. He's really good, and I don't understand. Yep, I don't know. Pros, pros are thinking about a lot more than us. Oh, here's another one I don't understand. Tusk. 12 yeah. picks of that boy. <laughs> what happened? I he's, mean, he's, he's, he's being played as a J-Rex support, where, like, yeah. your pure um, control... Yeah, and I'm I, like pros can do that. They're better with ice shards than me, but, for sure. Yeah. Um, he he only has a fifty you know, percent win rate, rate, but I mean, yeah, uh, that's better than I would have thought Tusk would do. <laughs> well, maybe the only people picking him are people who are really confident in him. Like it's like no, I've got a lot of you know, not all Jerax, but like a bunch of people who are like, no, I know how to play. Like I play a lot of Tusk. I know how to play Tusk. And given that the fifty percent win rate is impressive because he's so shit. Um, OG's only picked him once. Huh. I guess I I just happened to see that game. There's a bunch of LGD on here. I don't know. I don't understand. Four LGD. I don't know. Snowball's still a really good ability, but he's still just... I still think he's weak. I don't understand. Gotta qualify those. Obviously, like... Obviously, pros know more about the game than me. (laughs) I understand this. Does that mean we're gonna go listen to the PPD podcast? (laughs) Uh. <laughs> moving on just some other like initial impressions i've had so far because we we talked about some of the drama with the talent invites I, i've barely seen machine i've barely seen the panel basically but machine is is okay he's the same mm-hmm. as he was for the major it's whatever Meh. okay um there's been some reddit drama that like because ccnc is raged in pubs or stuff and and some people don't like him they didn't like that he was invited I, I don't really like him on the panel. Eh. Yeah, he's not. He's just not very interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I have literally never heard of him before this, but he's just not very interesting. He's not very natural on camera, and he doesn't bring something that would make up for that. I feel. I don't know. It's it's still early. We still have half the group stage left, but eh. And then we we already mentioned Blitz and Cheever cast. That was that was great. We yeah. need more Blitz. Blitz is always great. He was he was retired, and that means that he has to come back because that's what happens in Dota. And then I didn't realize how much I liked God's casting, and he was casting with Winter a bunch of the time. I just really like him. I don't know. He's kind of like neutral. One of the things, I think God's is good, but one <laughs> of the things I really like about him is like Winter's really smart. Winter's really smart, and he's got a really good sense of what's going on, especially in the heads of, like, of Chinese teams. And Gods doesn't try and, like, compete with that, right? Like, Gods has his stuff to say, and then he's like, I don't know, Winter. Like, you know this better. What do you think? Like, he's he's willing to defer to Winter, and so many casters have to have everything on their terms. And Gods is perfectly willing to be like, He's also just so natural at it, without seeming, Uh like, stupid. Like, yeah, it's not totally. Like, well, what do you think about this that, you know, I will do on this podcast or something? He's just <laughs> like, you don't even notice when he does it. It was it was like, I don't know what I was watching because, again, I just I apparently blank and just black out whenever I see the teams that I'm watching in the games. But I was just listening I'm like, hey, this is God's, isn't it? And that's what this is really good. This is yeah. were perfectly seamless. It was like, hey, I did not even notice who they were. It was just really nice. So hey, Nick, I don't notice your transitions at all. They're great. They're they're seamless. Speaking of not noticing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, it's just, I'm just still just so excited to have, have Blitz back, and I'm really curious to see how Day 9's going to do. That's really, and PPD. Yep, that's <laughs> on the talent list. That's I've exciting. seen him on the panel before, I think. But. Sure. No, it's yeah. just, I just, I think, having listened to, actually, I did listen to the Day 9 podcast with, or the, uh, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> the PPD slip. podcast with Day 9, um, and the dynamic of those two on there is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's something, and I want to see how they interact on the panel, because um, that was, that was a good episode of that podcast. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. the 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 meta is is sort of pulling in different directions. It does seem like China kind of has has the thing of it right now. But as you say, Liquid is doing great. Liquid is doing um, it. Where we're seeing some strong stuff. Uh, Secret. I said it was going to be their year. Group stages don't tell everything. I mean, I just, uh, <laughs> four listen. and six. I mean, better than hmm. one and seven. Cloud nine. Yeah. Um, I might have miscalled that one, but we'll see. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Like I'm working so much this week, Nick. I really hate it, and I'm missing so much good Dota. But I will see day one of the main stage. I will be off for that. Hey, you can see the opening ceremonies. And I am fucking gonna. I will have a house guest. They can get fucked. (laughs) I want to watch Dota. I'm gonna watch my video game sport, please. It's yeah. yeah. I I did not remember how genuinely magical it is to see Miracle doing the Miracle thing really well. You're never ready for a Miracle. When he's... Ready as you can be. When he's truly on his game, yeah. watching him play is just mesmerizing. Mm. And I want to see more. And, hey, TNC is doing well. And that's, I fucking, these regions like SEA and South America, every year, it's just sort of like, oh, you know, kind of a courtesy invite and yep. they'll get knocked out first round. Fucking I don't understand hard. how we don't have more like uh, Jack Chen, Winter, Black, people who like have an ear, an eye, a foot in the pie in the Eastern scene. And here and I, a foot in the pie. <laughs> that's amazing. Wait, that's gotta be a thing. That's good. An ear, oh, we, and an ear, an eye, a foot in the pie. That was just live. And here and I, foot in the pie. Cabezo, hombros, rodillas, y dos pies. What are you doing right now? What is this? English translation, head, shoulders, knees, and two feet. Head, shoulders, knees, and two feet, ears. Eyes, ears, mouth, and knows this English translation of cabeza, hombros, rodillas, y dos pies. It's so bad. Performed by Marla Lewis, though. That should be our closing song. I wonder, I could probably just, Johnny Cash in your mind. No, that just has. I don't know if I've ever been so ears, lost on this eyes. podcast Have in my finger life. in the pie. <laughs> Have finger on the pulse. 40. Br- Are we talking um, about food now? The hen I sees the snake's feet, and the snake sees the hen's boobs. Oh, okay. That this is a TED blog that I was just. What are you doing? It's the TED blog. Okay, I didn't realize what was happening. Stop. But what apparently, head, knees, and toes in Spanish just is close instead your... head, shoulders, knees, and two feet. There's definitely a word for toes. I know uh, toe. Toes in Spanish. Nubi looked really strong, don't you think, Nick? Dedos de los pies? That can't be right. How do you say toe? Spanish dick answers. Nick, you uh, have to stop. Cura, no, what? La lunta del pie? How is no, Nick, you really word? have to Dedo stop del now. Pie? That's the fingers of the foot. Okay, let's just... Let's just close this thread, Colin. I'm going to have to shut this down here. Thank you. I don't understand how there aren't more people with their ear, eye, foot, in the pie, like Jack Chen, Black, and Winter, who... Like, come to us dumb English people, English-speaking people, and, like, tell us what's going on. Because I mean, we're ungrateful, miserable fucks, <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Like, I think Jack Chen is only a TI is a uh, translator. I don't think he's actually an analyst. Because there was a little hmm. bit of drama. Well, people are unhappy about that. And I would, I would echo that. And especially because, you know, Black isn't there. I guess Winter is there. And I guess, you know, as English people can watch Chinese games and stuff, but... I would have had half 
I don't know. I've never never heard about this. I would have to assume that there's people who do that for like teams, like coaches look at the Eastern Seaman mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I think so. I just never hear about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's I I I want a better window into that world because. Yep. Those players are amazing, and I should know their names. We just got to learn Chinese, and, uh, Colin, on our Learning Chinese podcast, in which we sing head, shoulders, knees, and toes in Chinese. Head. If you say head, head shoulders, shoulders, knees, shoulders. and toes one more time, <laughs> I am ending the podcast. I actually Forever. can't. Episode 62, and that was it. Learn HSKT in Mandarin, <laughs> YouTube. I'll, yeah, I'll nice. link this, and we'll okay. practice in the Slack after this. I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> okay, I have I'm so there. mad at you. Yanjing BZ Juba Hair Duo. That can't be right. Do we have anything else to say about the international in the year of our Lord 2017? Colin Not anymore. I'm okay. good. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Colin. And thank you for listening. You're if welcome. If you like this podcast, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Make sure to give us a one-star review on Head, Shoulders, Knees, and iTunes. Google Play and Stitcher. Google. If you want to tell your friend about us, um, you know, past episodes were pretty good. You should tell them to listen to those. Or, like, listen to, like, the first, like, 45 minutes of this one, because I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> and I'm kind of upset about it. Uh, I want to give a big thank you to Reddit user Modi for use of his Harmonies of New Bloom music pack, which you can hear as our intro and outro music here. And also, you can purchase in-game in Dota 2 for your use there if you like. It's excellent. I use it myself. I also want to give a shout-out to Ashley Ryan, a.k.a. Svimi, who was the artist who did our podcast art, which you can see through your podcatcher or iTunes or Google Play, you know, whatever. You can see the little art. You see the little bottle, crow, with a Dagon, birds with a Dagon. Good stuff. You can get your own commission if you want to go to patreon.com slash Vimy or look Vimy up on Twitter. And if you want to send us any feedback, you can send it to at, two, at, okay. at Bottle Crow on Twitter, at 6264 on Twitter, or you could email it to bottlecrowreborn at gmail.com or colin at bottlecrow.com. Please don't email us asking why we talked about head, shoulders, knees, and toes. I'm... Cabeza hombros for the us. I'm starting to feel dizzy. Thanks, folks. We'll see you next time. Peace out.